This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, it really was pretty cool to see Zion Williamson and Jackson Hayes out of practice towering over uh, Sean Payton and even Alvin Gentry standing by. They were towering over Alvin Gentry, who's not a small man. Cool to see. Our Around the NFC South coverage continues now as... We head on out to Atlanta to check on the Falcons as their training camp opens. Let's bring on in Alex Glaze, sports anchor for NBC's 11 Alive News in Atlanta as our Around the NFC South continues tonight. Alex, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, look, I'm great. Uh, camp started, man. It feels like, I don't know, summer vacation's over, right? That's right. Football's back. Before we know it, we'll blink and it'll be January, February, and, you know, but this is the best time of the year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Look, let's get this out of the way. Julio Jones for the Falcons. Uh, going through something similar that Mike Thomas is going through, although well, he's not holding out. He held out last year, did Julio, not holding out right now. What's the latest on his contract negotiations? So Julio, you know, all along has said that, you know, he's not worried about this. You know, I think that he's in a good place. The Falcons have said that they're in a good place. A, a deal's going to get done. It's just a matter of when, um, not if. So I think that, you know, it's just it's just the waiting game now. I think that Julio, obviously, he's out there. He's doing what he can do before he goes to, you know, the rehab field when, when other players are maybe doing some other drills and stuff. But, you know, Julio's in a good place. He's obviously there. So can't be too bad. No, it can't be. You know, he's one of those players, me, Alex, it'd be impossible for me to see him in any other jersey. But with how stars are bouncing around now, I don't know. Maybe that's Maybe that's a possibility, but it sounds like it's not. No, I don't think that's uh, that's the case at all. I mean, last summer um, when uh, owners' meetings were were here in Atlanta, you know, I talked with Arthur Blank, and he said that Julio is going to be a Falcon for life. So I don't think that the Falcons have any intention of letting Julio walk. They have every intention of making him happy. And Julio, you know, it said that he wants to be a Falcon for life. So I think that I don't think there's any chance of of him leaving uh, Atlanta. The defense was a focus earlier this week. Another guy who's not going to be leaving Atlanta anytime soon, Deion Jones, new contract. He's back. He's healthy. That entire defense is healthy. Grady Jarrett and everybody. Uh, it should be a formidable force, Alex. Is that defense going to be back to the, the unit that we saw a couple of years ago when they were making a Super Bowl run? Yeah, I mean, I just spoke with Ricardo Allen yesterday. He went. He was another guy that went down with one of those uh, season-ending injuries last year. Um, and, you know, he's saying that, you know, they're back, they're healthy, and they have a ton of confidence because, you know, this is uh, a very young – they're still relatively young, but, you know, a couple of years ago when they were in the Super Bowl, they were, you know, a very young defense and they were performing at that high level. So all their guys back, healthy, they really think that they could be back performing in that top ten uh, defense, you know, area, somewhere around there. How's Keanu Neal looking? Keanu's looking great. I mean, he's looking big. Uh, that knee's looking looking strong. Um, you know, he had a couple of big plays out there yesterday when they were going seven on seven. So Keanu's looking like he is, uh, you know, not holding back at all. Coach Dan Quinn is taking over the defensive play calling duties. That was a big topic in Atlanta this off season. Is that a wise move, and why exactly did that happen? Well, you know, I mean. I think that 
we know that Dan Quinn knows how to coach up defenses. You know, you know that's what he was doing in Seattle when they went to the Super Bowl. You know, he he knows defenses and he knows kind of what what's going on on that side of the ball. Um, he's worked very closely with the defensive line for years since he's been here. Um, and I think it's going to be good for this team because I think that with Marquand Manuel last year, I think that he kind of it, it was tough because Marquand, you know, all the players loved him. I think Dan loved him as a coach, but you know, with he, he kind of got a drew the short stick last year with you know the guys that that he was that he had to put out there because of all those injuries on that side. But I think Dan wanted to control that side of the ball again, so that's what what he's doing. Um, me personally, I think that this might be a, a prove it year for for Dan. I know that he just signed that extension, but I don't think that underperforming is going to go too well. So I think that you know. To have as much control as possible is a smart move for for him. Yeah, it seems like if you're going to go out, go out on your own terms. And I talked to a couple of guys, uh, national NFL columnists, last couple of days. I think Vinny Iyer was one. I can't remember the other, but they both told me. I asked them about Dan Quinn. They both said, "Yeah, he might be on the hot seat there." I guess with those comments, what you just said, maybe he really is. If it's not hot, at least a little warm. I don't think that there's no indication of that in Atlanta right now. I that's just my personal opinion. Um, I thought it was maybe a little warm last year, but, you know, with the injuries, it's really hard to justify, you know, the hot seat or whatever. So I think this is the year where, you know, everyone's back, everyone's healthy. You know, he's got Grady locked in. He's got, you know, Dion locked in for, for it's just at some point you got to perform, you know, you got the guys, you got to be able to perform. So I think that this is the year that he's got to, he's got to do it. There's no reason why he can't. And, you know, they still have a lot of guys on their rookie deals. So, you know, the window for this team is is closing. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see what, what, what happens this year. We're chatting with Alex Glaze, sports anchor for NBC's 11 Alive News in Atlanta as we go around the NFC South. On the opposite side, I don't know if the window's closing on Matt Ryan at all. He's still a relatively young <laughs> quarterback. But I know that there is a disparity on how people view Matt Ryan around the league. I think Alex is going to help him that he finally has a uh, at least a formidable offensive line. What do you think Matt Ryan's season's going to look like? It's really interesting because I think that I didn't believe in the Matt Ryan disrespect on a, on a national scale when I first got here, but it's real. I mean, the NFL top 100 players list just comes out. Matt Ryan's number 69, 69. I mean, I don't think there are 69 players better than than Matt Ryan in the uh, in the league. But look, I mean, with when you have guys like Julio, Sanu, Calvin Ridley, um, you know, when you have those kinds of weapons, it's Matt Ryan's going to, you know, he's going to be who he is. But, you know, last year the offensive line was the problem. He can't really do his thing when he doesn't have time to throw. You know, he can't, he can't, he can't do what he does best. So that will be the the determining factor for how good Matt Ryan can be this year. How much better has this offensive line gotten? Because last year they were pretty bad. Well, how much better have they gotten, Alex? Well, we'll see because, you know, when you go – you know, first-round pick, you spend them on two offensive linemen, you're addressing that problem. And, you know, Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov, the general manager, have said that they're not putting any pressure on uh, Caleb McGarry or, um, gosh, the other guy, his, his name's slipping my – Chris Lindstrom, excuse me. Um, they're not putting any pressure on those guys to be starters, but I think that there is some pressure for those guys to at least be competing for that starting job right now and for at least one of them to be – a starter when when the season happens so we'll see how 
how those guys look. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, getting those reps and, and getting out there. So we'll see. Yeah, sounds like something similar to what Eric McCoy is going through here at the, the center spots, replacing Max Unger. I guess all this goes to just expectations for the Falcons this season. And I don't know, it's kind of a theme throughout the NFC South theme thing with Carolina and Ron Rivera and certainly first year under Bruce Arians. Uh, what are the expectations there? Is this kind of a championship, uh, I wouldn't say championship or bust, but uh, maybe get back to the playoffs or bust here for Atlanta? I think that not making the playoffs would be a major disappointment for as much talent as on this this team. I think that um, their expectations are high. As far as, you know, nationally, what are the expectations? I mean, I think Vegas has the Falcons at over, the over-unders at eight and a half wins. So I don't think the expectations are too high for this team. But I think that inside the, you know, confines of Flowery Branch, I think that they are expecting a, a lot this year. Is is uh, Branch still having patience? That he's been pretty patient as an as an owner. Is he still a uh, blank? I should say. Is he he'll still uh, still still patient? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. I mean, it's he's not given. Like I said, he's not hasn't given any indication um, that you know Dan Quinn is on any kind of hot seat. That Thomas Dimitrov, the general manager, is on any, on any kind of hot seat. I mean, they just got extensions last year. Um, you know, he's he's paying he's paying the guys. So you have to assume that he's, he's invested and he realizes, you know, that in order to keep guys happy, you have to pay them. And I think the way the league is kind of operating right now, you know, it's not just limited to the NFL, but, you know, you see it in the NBA. You know, guys, they're trying to get paid earlier. than maybe They're not waiting until the end of their contracts. And I think that the teams that recognize the talent and pay the talent and kind of keep their guys happy are the teams that are successful and you don't have to deal with all the drama. And I think Arthur Blank does a good job of doing that. With the Falcons. Have you played the prediction game yet? I know it's really early. You done that yet? What do you mean? Uh, uh, predicting wins losses for the Falcons season. I know we kind of uh, danced around the subject. Uh, made any official predictions uh, oh, on the no, season? No, no. Listen, I'm 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 all about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I went on. I I did a, another radio show a couple weeks ago, and they asked me about the eight and a half. You know, Vegas odds over and I, I hammered the over eight and a half wins. <laughs> I I think that that is an easy easy over. So I mean, I think that this is like I said. I think this is a playoff team. If they're healthy, I think that you know this 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 team is legit. I mean, they check off all the boxes. So, if they're healthy, I think that they could be pretty good. Yeah. Well, just full disclosure, I've had the Falcons as the primary challenger in the NFC to the Saints. So we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, Alex, Clay's, I don't know about uh, the primary challenger in the the NFC. I do. I, I'm that high on okay. the Falcons with that defense, Alex. I really am, and Dan Quinn, but. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I hasn't ingratiated myself to a lot of Saints fans here. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that didn't go over too well. <laughs> yeah. Alex Clay, sports anchor for NBC's 11 Alive News in Atlanta. He's on Twitter, at Alex underscore Glaze. Alex, thanks for the chat, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. All right, there he goes, Alex Glaze. We'll take a break. When we come back, our Around the NFC South tour continues. We'll head on out to Carolina. What's going to happen with Cam Newton? Ron Rivera and company. And what about Christian McCaffrey in year three? The last lap continues here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.